The Water Coolest daily financial newsletter is now powered by Barstool Sports. It's the only newsletter that I read every morning to stay informed on what the hell is going on in the markets. You can check it out at barstool.link slash watercoolest. That's barstool.link slash watercoolest, W-A-T-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-S-T. Okay, guys, welcome back to Tea with Publicity. Before we jump into the episode, I just want to let you know, as you know, that this episode and podcast is sponsored by Dat Chat. It was popping off last night, let me tell you. Sunday, Scandies were going wild, and I was posting everything that's too inappropriate to post on my Instagram stories to Dat Chat because I figured, you know, my parents won't look there, or my cousins, or my aunts and uncles or my friends' parents. So if you want the scandalous stories, download Dat Chat and you can connect with the Tea Tribe. Someone posted their gender reveal video. People are posting all sorts of things. It's a safe space for us all to connect and you can get a little one-on-one connection with me. So you could either down, download the app on iPhone or Android or go to datchat.com slash barstool, get more info and download Dat Chat. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to Tea with Publicity. We have a really, really, really exciting episode today. I am going to recap the live show that happened last week. That was absolutely incredible. Catch you up on what I've been up to, like how I haven't been sleeping and my wild nights out. I want to talk to you guys about this thing that I have coined anxious airport brain, which we'll get into. Um, I finally have a new couch. Then I am joined by Fibula. You may know him from TikTok, but even if you don't know him, don't worry because I'm just asking him all things boy. Like I always give you guys my advice and let's get a guy's opinion. Um, And I think it's going to be really interesting for you guys to kind of hear his like single guy take on all these topics that you guys wrote in. Then we're going to spill the tea. There's a lot to discuss. This is maybe the longest list I've had so far. Kanye um, discussing Kim publicly. Dumas blocked me. Katie Thurston has a new boyfriend. I want to talk about how she's handling that. I watched the Colton Underwood documentary and I watched the new Sex in the City just like that. So we will discuss that as well towards the end of the episode. So let's get into things and um, yeah, I'll take it away. All right, guys. Tea Tribe. Where do I even begin? Because last week was the best week of my life. Like, I'm not even kidding. It was so fun having the live show. If you were there, you know. If you weren't, I'm so sorry. Like, I do want to eventually go to different cities because it was, like, the time of my life. I don't know why. I just had the best time ever. Um, It was just, like, really, really, really exciting. I think the the thing I ha- obviously have some learnings. The thing that I was most excited about was the fact that I put in place the after party because I think if it wasn't for the after party, I wouldn't have had time or the opportunity to connect with the tea tribe one on one. So that was like major for me. It was major. And getting to talk to you guys, take pictures with you, hug you, connect like it was just a dream come true. And I love how many people we're able to make friends and meet each other and get in text chats and just like that's the most rewarding part of this entire thing for me. So I want to thank you guys for coming. It looks like Boston, Chicago, LA, and Philly are my most requested cities next. I'm going to convince, I'm going to, I'm going to convince, I just said, I'm going to connect with the events team 
and see what they're thinking. But I definitely want to do like a quarterly show in New York and then hopefully something maybe in like Boston next. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, Gia is here today. She's new to my team. So if you hear someone on the second mic, it is her. Hello, hey. Gia. Hi. Gia, if you, okay, if you guys saw the tall girl running around at my live show <laughs> <laughs> with the camera, it was her. I was like stepping on people's toes <laughs> and like bumping into people. I was like third day on the job and she's killing it. <laughs> um, yeah, it was so fun. She got to really see it in real life like what was your gauge on it did you think it was fun oh I thought it was great yeah I, it went so smoothly and I feel like everyone had a really good time the best part about it was that it was so engaging yeah like everyone like the fact that so many people got to like stand up and mm -hmm. talk like that's so fun so that's the most important thing for me because I was nervous to go out there alone and not bring guests on stage since I am a one-man show I was like are people going to want to raise their hands and Everyone did. So now that gave me more confidence for my next live show to be like, okay, I don't need my guests to be out there with me the entire time because like the tea tribe will talk to me and I've got this on my own a little more. So I think it was just like such a test and learn for me. And it was so exciting for me to realize that. So aside from the live show, well, actually the live show, I guess, kind of sparked me not sleeping. So for two days, nights leading up to the live show I kept waking up at 4 30 a.m and then not, not being able to go back asleep I guess it was nerves I also got my period so I think it might have been like a little bit of hormonal insomnia insomnia guys sorry if I keep tripping over my words this episode you know I normally don't do that but my nose is a little clogged so I'm like needing to take more breaths um but yeah so I wasn't sleeping super well leading up to the show. Then the night of the show, we literally blacked out and closed down the bar at the after party. I remember them all of a sudden, like the lights were on and they were like, you guys have to go. And we were like, oh, whoops. Um, also, really, I promised you guys reality TV and influencer guests and they freaking delivered. I didn't want to say anyone's name ahead of time because I didn't want to like overpromise and then they back out. But um, some did back out, but then some joined in, which was amazing. We had Mackenzie Dittman, who's been on the pod, and um, Cache from Love Island. They were incredible. We had Rod, Erica, Kate from TikTok. Fibula came to the after party. Um, Greg from The Bachelor was there. People were thirsting over oh Greg. Oh, my God. He had so many girls surrounding him the entire time. I went out with him twice this weekend, and, like, it – never stops I mean he is just so cute he's really cute yeah. and I have to say he's really nice so nice um yeah I'll tell you more about that so after party they kicked us out and then the next day that was Wednesday the next day I was like I'm dead to the world but I still was on such an adrenaline rush that I literally couldn't sleep I was like hyped up so I woke up at 7 a.m after going to bed at 3 30 like I was out of control so then Thursday, I tried to sleep, still couldn't. Friday rolls around. I go on my friend Rod's podcast, and he's like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, I'm going to bed, Rod. I'm going to bed. And he's like, oh, too bad. We got a table. And I was like, who's we? He was like, me, the guys from The Bachelor. And I was like, oh, like, come on. So I went back out Friday night. Um, Greg was there again, super sweet. What I really like about Greg is that he came to my show, not knowing me, not knowing anything about me. He DM'd me after and was like, I'm a big fan of yours now. Like, that's so nice. Yeah, that is. And also he 
kept addressing me by my name, which I know like is a small thing. But kudos to him. I think it's really impressive when you meet someone one time and they're like, hi, Alyssa, how are you? Because there's so many people in this industry that big time you and act like they've never met you. And the fact that he kept like addressing me by my name, I thought was really impressive. Um, And then Peter was there and Dustin, who I know now. And like I have the exact same feedback about them. All three. Well, not really Dustin, but Peter and Greg both have reputations and I've found them to be nothing but nice. Honestly, genuinely. I just think they're genuine guys. So that was fun. So I went to bed. Oh, we went to Make Believe. Then we went to Acme where I saw Fibula. We could talk about it with him. And then I literally went to bed at 3.30 again. I'm like, what is wrong with me? And one thing that I'll say about Fibula, for all you Fibula thirst monsters out there. Wait, let's see, because he texted me and I want to make sure he's not canceling. Oh, good. Yay, come whenever we're in the studio. Um, He's coming. So, guys... I don't want to give him a big head because I don't like to do that. I don't like to gas up men because I'm like, you should be gassing me up. I get the hype. Like, I didn't know Fibula. I didn't really know his content much. He was at my after party and we were both kind of like, oh, nice to meet you. He has BDE. It's what I picture Pete Davidson to have. Honestly. I didn't get to talk to him. I was kind of like nervous. (laughs) No, because I wasn't because I don't. Like, we don't follow, we didn't follow each other at the time, so I just didn't care. I was like, hey, welcome. But what I have to say about him at Acme, so it's really hard to get in there. This is, like, really embarrassing. So I was with these agents that represent, like, reality stars, and one of the agents walks up to the front of the line at Acme. There was a huge line. And she's like, hi, like, my client is pulling up with a bunch of people from The Bachelor. And the guy at the door goes, I don't give a fuck. That's hilarious. So now we're like, oh, Lord. Like, if they can't get in, there's no hope for the rest of us. So I'm like, let me just wait until they get here, and maybe we could try to roll up again to the front. So as I'm waiting, in the meantime, Fibula rolls through, holding a bouquet of flowers, like baby's breath. Like, fl- like comes through, hold- it's a type of flower, holding its flowers and wearing, like, an off-white jacket and hat. And he just, like, swags up, and he's like, hey. I'm like, hey. He's like, yeah, what do you, like, you want to go in? I'm like, yes. He walks up to the front. He's like, oh, there's my guy. Waves down the guy, hands him the flowers. I go, that's so nice you brought him flowers. He goes, I picked these out of the trash. Hands the guy flowers. We get in. On the way into the club, girls are taking selfies with him as if he's Justin Bieber. I was like, what is this? Like, what is going on here? Walks right up to the bar, gets us all a round of drinks. I was like. This is BDE. That's hilarious. How old is he? I think 25. Like, I think he's younger than me. But I was like, I I get it. I really get it. And the girls are thirsting over him in my DMs. So we're going to pick his brain. But I'm not going to say this to him. He can listen later and and figure this out for himself because I'm not going to gas him up that much. (laughs) But I was just like, oh, my God, I get why these girls are obsessed with him. Like, I totally get it. Now he has a great personality. Um Having a good personality, it gets you far. So before we get into the interview with him, one more thing that's really funny. So right after my live show, the next day, I'm walking, and all of a sudden, there's like a bike collision in front of me. Like this girl hops out into the bike lane. The 
guy riding the bike screams, biker! The girl goes flying. The biker goes flying. I'm stunned. And then the girl looks up at me and she goes, I'm sorry. I almost just got hit by that bike because of you. And I go, me? Like, I'm just crossing the street. And she's like, oh, yeah. I was at your live show last night. Oh, my God. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? You're like, I'm not paying for any damages. damages, Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what? So that was just funny. Um, Okay. The next thing I want to talk about, and then we'll move on, is anxious airport brain, as I like to call it. So it's what was happening to me the nights leading up to my show. Let me describe it. You know when you have to wake up for a flight at like 5 a.m. or 4 a.m. So you set your alarm And you don't sleep all night, even though you're tired, because in your head subconsciously, you're like, I'm going to sleep through my alarm. Or if you have a really busy day at work and you know you have to send an email, you keep waking up being like, did I send the email? Did I send the email? It's called anxious airport brain. Like it's the brain you get before a big flight. And that's the brain I had all last week. And that's why I wasn't sleeping. Yeah, I get that before exams. Yeah, you know that feeling. When you have like a 9 a.m. exam, I'd wake up at like 7, 7.30. And you keep checking your alarm thinking you overslept. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And then your inner dialogue is like, bitch, go to bed. You have two more hours. Like, why are you up? Um, So, yeah. It's what I call air, air, anxious airport brain. Um, let's get into the interview with Fibula, and then we're going to spill the tea. I have so much tea to spill. All right, guys. I am back with Fibula, a.k.a. Connor Wood. Where the hell does, like, Fibula even come from? Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, I'm You're so welcome. excited to be here. Fibula, that's, like, the funniest question ever because I always I, – I think about it. I'm like, I need to make something up. Yeah, like, not, I broke it once. It's not cool. So I'm mm. going to tell you the story, and okay. then I'm going to tell you this, like, insane development that's been happening, like, in my head. Okay. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, at the end of the – okay, so basically when I was in uh, – I used to live in Austin, mm-hmm. Texas, and I went to college there. I went to UT Austin, and we go to this festival there called ACL, Austin City Limits. Mm. We've been going for – it was, like, my 12th year this year to go. Um, but in college, my friends and I, to skip the, the crowd – They'd run up to me and be like, "Can we get a photo with you? Can we get a photo with you?" Because I looked like a, like a child so star. So before like I you flip. were like an influencer. Yeah, yeah. I had the flippy hair, and I didn't really <laughs> like it. But then I was like, you know what? I should get some Instagram followers out of this. And my my you, Instagram was you manifested this, by yeah, the way. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it sounds like. Uh, no, it was an accident. But I uh, was like, I need a one word name, mm. and it, it started out to be because not everything's available, obviously, on Instagram yeah. as, as handles. So I I picked Park Bench because I was like. <laughs> It's like, yeah. People what is know it? what it is. Yeah. You know, it's like it's a park bench. Like, what do you mean? And then I ended up with fibula after a night of drinking heavily, but just because it sounded better. It like does sound cool. I have yeah. to say. And so there was then all my college friends started calling me fibula, and then they they started calling me fibs because I'm really good at storytelling and telling lying. Fibs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now there's fibs and. Like, uh, when I, ha- I have merch coming out pretty mm-hmm. soon, and it's under the, the brand name Fibs. Um, and so there's going to be a little bit of marketability with the, the name. That's so funny. So it ended up working out. But no, there's no, like, really cool story behind it. Hey, oh, that's th- how some are, though. Like, it just happens. Yeah, well, th- I forgot. The whole point of the, the thing was they would tell everybody I was on Wizards of Waverly Place <laughs> on Disney Channel. And people would be like, oh, my God. 
And so they'd open up the crowd and we'd like walk through. That is genius. Yeah, when I, I used to be a like celebrity publicist, I would be like, excuse me, my client's inside. Mm-hmm. Complete lie. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, okay, you can go in. And I'm like, wow, if you lie, it's pretty easy to just get your way yeah. at those types of yeah, events. No sure. one questions you if you just act like you belong. Act like you belong. My mom <laughs> always said like, act like you walk in, like you own the place. Yeah. And you know, you'll, my- you'll be seated or you'll get into Acme. <laughs> well, I was telling them a little bit in my intro about how you just – walked in flowers from the garbage yeah. like oh I hope he doesn't hear <laughs> it was still nice yeah 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 I was saying you just have swag like you just walked in you're like hey man it, it worked out really well that was <laughs> it doesn't get like less cool like it always gives me chills I'm always that is such a rush. Oh, and then someone like took a picture of you in line, like as if you were Justin Bieber coming through the crowd. Do oh, you remember that? Yeah, I do. I <laughs> forgot about it until you said that. But yeah, and there's something about New York where it's like, I do a lot of stuff by myself here. Yeah. It's just like so stimulating to go get a coffee. I know. It's easy. It's an easy city to be alone in. I feel yeah. way more alone in LA, I have to say. Oh, oh wait. I think we were talking about we this. Did. I just had a um, sober thought pop through. You yeah. know, when you're like drunk and yeah. you're talking about something. Yeah, we went out back to back nights. Yeah, we sure you did. And I, and we. We had fun. It's true, though. Don't you feel like L.A. is a little bit more, like, lonely in a sense because no one's walking around? Yeah. I, like, was so excited after I, – I was in Austin post-grad, too, um, and then went to L.A. for a job. And I was so excited to move to a city because mm-hmm. Austin's pretty small. Um, and you end up knowing everybody. Yeah. And you know all the – which is cool. Like, you know all the bouncers. You know yeah. all the, like, owners of the restaurants. And I was like, I'm ready for the big city life. <laughs> Moved to L.A., I'm like, okay, this is a neighborhood. No, <laughs> like, yeah, it's very different. Yeah, it's like people mowing their lawns and, like, uh-huh. like little old ladies kind of just, like, walking their pets and, like, families. Not a big city no, vibe. Even, no. Well, it's, like, big city but also kind of, like, suburban feeling in right. a way. No, it's totally. Weird. It's, like, street by street. Like, yeah. There is a city downtown mm-hmm. L.A. that you can go visit if you want to die, basically. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You go, people go there to, like, I want to see the – it's not even like the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It's like this, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a, yeah, it, it's not sad. good. No, it's not good. Yeah. It's, it's actually, you would think New York would be like a little bit scarier. scarier. Yeah. It's not. LA is like legit every man for himself. I always say that. I'm like, I've never really felt like super unsafe living yeah. in New York. Yeah. Speaking of feeling safe, like I said, I don't always not feel safe in New York, but there are some times on the subway, I've told you guys, I do feel a little threatened, and that's why I'm thankful to have my taser on me at all times. You can get the taser Pulse Plus today and save 15% at taser.com slash discount slash T. The supplies are limited. Restrictions do apply, and just see the site for details. Make sure it's legal in your area. Um, I do think it's just a way to travel around, whether you're in New York or in the suburbs, like I've said, walking your dog, hiking, whatever it may be. It's a way to feel way more comfortable, so you can get your taser at taser.com slash discount slash T. Okay, so talking about L.A., New York, everything, I want to have you on specifically today because – People can go on TikTok and see what you're about. You know, you're just like kind of to me, the way everyone describes you, they're like, he's like that classic, like frat boy, fun, like likes to have a good time. Are you single? Number one. I thought so. Okay. Are you aware (laughs) of the amount of DMs I got of women being dead serious? They're like, I don't have any questions for him. I would just like to know if he could let me know um, how we can date. I'm like, girl, I'm not your way in here. Like, I don't know how to help you. Right. Are you, is it overwhelming the amount of female interest? Yeah, and it's like <laughs> such a great problem to have. But yes. like genuinely, I have 
probably and if you probably have like some therapists that listen to this so oh, yeah. let me know what this is but anytime <laughs> something stressed me out a little bit like dms for example mm. really stress me out and i have people that come up to me they're like i've dm'd you a hundred times i'm like it like you black you it out open. Kind of, you can't yeah. open them mostly like mm. i'll open them like once every couple days and it's like okay this is too much and also like i'm not the kind of person that would open a dm that's like super nice and be like uh, i i, I I you like have to start. I have to be nice back and like. Oh, see, I'm so weird. I, I'll be like, I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Well, so if much. I open up a chat, like I'm gonna feel like I need to respond, and it's gonna be my whole day. And then just the floodgates are yeah. open. Oh yeah, I've, I've yeah. been there. Yeah, I mean, I'm someone who has. After this past week, um, there was obviously a lot of drinking involved and a lot of eating <laughs> involved and sleeping. So, I have 500 unopened texts, and I'm sure some of them are like fairly important. At this point, like anything of actual importance, I been fully reliant on you need like a text. secret you need like a second number for business i know that would be smart so then you're like okay if anything's going off on this phone it's like actually people trying to right. reach me right yeah not a bad idea yeah it's a great idea actually yeah um okay interesting so you're single yeah how old are you 25 24 oh someone told me 25 do you like how i like just crowdsource my information I 24 do like we're gonna give us some advice okay very interesting so this girl wrote in about her friends with benefits and doesn't really sound like a classic friend with benefits to me so i was like reel it in i need more information she said let me tell you more we aren't dating and he says the reason why is distance he lives in my hometown and i moved three hours from there and we matched over thanksgiving canadian thanksgiving is october Right. And started talking. Then slowly he was like, well, I like you, blah, blah, blah. A few weeks ago he told me he loved me. I still haven't said it back. But he still doesn't want to date because of the distance. And at this point I'm putting too much energy into something that's clearly not going to be more than whatever it is. And it's taking a toll on me mentally. Yeah. What? Okay. Do you think it's unfair to like tell someone that you love them if you don't have any intention of like dating them yeah to me that feels specifically that situation feels like okay i might be losing this a little bit like let me say something that it sounds Mm. manipulative in the sense that like he's just saying something to keep this going interesting you only have so many of those you know like let me give let me like throw a bone so that i have another three months with this like Like, breadcrumbing yeah oh fully breadcrumbing yeah yeah oh that's an interesting perspective my thought initially unless he needs like therapy i think also like you you could like someone and want to be with them but also i don't know it's hard to say because i've always been in the camp of my parents have always raised me like if he or she wanted to they would right like distance doesn't really matter right right like just go for it i agree and there's so many examples of successful distance relationships Mm -hmm. um but i could yeah i guess i could see this going both ways i just don't see someone who doesn't want to date throwing out the word I love you like Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of harmful for like it's harmful for the person on the receiving end I'm happy you didn't say it back yeah because it's kind of like a mind fuck yeah I like am gonna try to I'm genuinely trying to play devil's advocate and I can't think of any redemption here I mean I think there is potential that like people act impulsively when they're feeling things yeah and like maybe he does mean it but you have to say to him like I would say to him, this is my advice. I would say, listen, I haven't said this back to you because I haven't seen any real commitment on your end. Right, right. And talk is cheap. 
and right. actions speak louder than words. And if you really feel this way about me, then I need to know that we're going to make this long distance relationship. Work. It's three fucking hours. That's yeah. hardly a long distance relationship. Like yeah, you're I'm trying right, to you could drive. I'm trying to think of how that like that's my big thing. I'm like, you're fine. Like, Wait, you're right. It's three serious. hours. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Something feels sketch to me. And he also it's not like Zach Brown band. He's not stuck in colder weather. He's three hours away. That's yeah. like literally, yeah, hop, skipping a jump. Also, like, does he just throw that around loosely? That's kind of what I'm thinking. It is. Yeah, that's it's weird. Too much. It's not something you don't say in person, too. Like, yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, that's why we. Need I don't know. Man. I really. I give everyone have, the benefit of the doubt. I wanted to have like a little bit of an interesting opinion on that, but I just don't. I don't have. No, any I. I, resp- I like that. I like that. Okay, next one. Ask Alyssa. I'm a senior in college, and I have a close-knit friend group. I got with one of our friends sophomore year before COVID a couple times, and then he started getting with a different friend the following year. He's been flirty lately, but I know the girl would be so angry if we hooked up again, but I really want to. Ooh. You were kind of there first. Wait, can you can you explain the relationship between her and the dude? She was hooking up with one of her guy friends. Oof. She went home for COVID. Yeah. When they came back to school, he was hooking up with her other girlfriend. So she's saying, could she go for him again? I've, I've said this before, and I'll say this again. Don't hook up with people in your friend group. I know. That's horrible. You just, like, I had such a great friend group in college. I hooked up with every single one of my guy friends in college. <laughs> Do you keep in touch with them? Um, two are married. One still to this day reaches out. when I'm, He's like, wow. hey, like, you in town? Yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing. But I also <laughs> think that, like, it for me, like, it was just like, okay, now – it was they, messy. If you I have, have to a say. falling out, mm-hmm. you lose base like minimum two friends because you have to choose when you're when this group is going to hang out this person, this person. Naturally, you're going to end up yeah. starting to hang out with one person more than the other. Well, it's made it awkward for me because then when they got in relationships, I'm so sure their new people like didn't want to be friends with me because we weren't just friends. Right, we were kind of like exes at that point. It's weird for everybody. It's a selfish thing yeah. to hook up with a friend because you're making your friends make that deci- your, the other friend groups. Friends in the group but, so make she, a decision. She already has, though. The damage is done. I know, but I just think it's it's messy, so... So don't go back there, you're saying. I say go back. I say fuck it. You've, like, you're in too <laughs> no, deep. Like, you, I, say, I say go back to him, honestly. I think like it would be... Maybe have that conversation. Maybe communicate. Honestly, yeah. I think I'd go back there, which is all... I'm not saying this is the right choice, but I'm just putting myself college... I'm putting myself in the damage position. is done. What is she a sophomore? Yeah, like I'm. You in, have time. Like you're in college <laughs> yeah. and you already hooked up with him. I would say to my friend, like, sorry, I was there first. Yeah, no, she. I mean, I've also done that to people. Whoops. Yeah. No, I have too. <laughs> I think it's like. <laughs> I think, like, let's all be honest here. Yeah. No, I don't. Th- I mean, it's a messy situation. Like, honestly, like the damage is done though. So. Yeah. And also, people have done that to me plenty of times. Like guys I was seeing hooked yeah. up with friends of mine yeah. or acquaintances. Right. So it just happens. It, it, to be honest, like it, it worries me, this situation, because I think that someone's going to get left in the I dust. think the friend is going to be. Make sure that your other – I have a great thing. Make sure your other girlfriends have your back if you're going to go there, because what I wouldn't want is for you to go there with the guy, and then you lose all your girlfriends and have no support from them. That's what I was trying to say, but yes. you said it. Yes. I would say make a pros and cons list. Yes. And, and ask your friends. Be yeah. like, do you think it's shitty if I do this? And they might yeah. be on board with you. Yeah. And if you have their support – Get it, girl. <laughs> yeah. Also, it sounds like you have a really good head on your shoulders even asking that question. Yeah, that's I true. I don't think a lot of people would, like, have that conversation. They are, like, she's yeah. weighing it out. She's like, okay, I'd be. would you be okay with not? Like, is that going to long-term, like, do you see a future with the dude? That's worth it. 
yeah hallmark movie vibes this one's perfect for you okay i'm stoked my family's celebrating christmas on the 23rd my mom's side is celebrating on the 24th and we are doing my dad's side on the 25th i'm 25 and i'm feeling really old any advice how to power through a three three day drinking bender the family is relying on me to be the party girl as usual i don't want to let anyone down help I love how Christmas for her is like a three-day drinking bender. Seriously, I've ruined so many holidays. I, this actually <laughs> is like not the best question for me. Um, By being too drunk? Well, I was <laughs> like, the oh. fun the fun family member until they were like, oh, you are, oh, you, you were like You're fucked drinking up. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. got to cut you back. Yeah, so that's why I switched to IPAs because you can have mm-hmm. so, so many less than normal. Power through. Um, I mean, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You could I, also be fun without dr- like fake it, like drink half the amount and just be fun. Yeah, I mean, I have to drink with my family. <laughs> like it's a rite of passage. Like, no, that like to get along with them. Mm, yeah, I so get that. Um, yeah, it's a little bit different, but I, I think like I just recently did the thing. I, I, usually, when I'm drinking less, I just don't even go out. Mm. Um, but I've started to like in LA, like go out sober, go out and have Red Bull and get like hyped, like hyper yeah. instead of like drinks. Um, so yeah, I think that that like fake it till you make it with the drink. Yeah, like I think also like you're 25, you've done this before mm-hmm. on spring break, like you've got this. Spring break has nothing on Christmas, like you know. There's you've been a lot there. of factors that go into that too. Like I have to be up. My mom. Like, comes into my room and opens the blinds at, like, 7.30 every day when I'm yeah. home. Oh, Lord. So, drink water and have family, before bed. I think family during the holidays is also a really big topic. I <clears throat> don't know, like, if anyone else feels this way, but I come from, like, a nurturing, loving family. Yeah. But we fight like cats and dogs, like, yeah, every same. family. Same. But then I watch TikTok, and these people in these mansions with all white Christmas trees, yeah. like, caroling together. And, like, I'm like... What universe is everyone like the Thanksgiving videos? Like I'm yeah. home for Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like has like game rooms and this. And I'm I came from a well-off family, but the shit I see on TikTok, I'm like, it's all fake. It's all it's got to be. It's all curated. You think they're fighting, right? Oh, oh Every, fuck! I feel like the <laughs> yeah, I feel like those families have it worse. Like mm. the richer families, they probably have either less of a connection with their parents or anything yeah. like that, or they fight more with their families. Yeah. Because I'm like, this makes me feel like shit because I'm home for Christmas and Thanksgiving and then like I'm about to wring everyone's neck. It sucks because <laughs> stuff like that goes very viral because it's so interesting and like mm. it's fun to watch. It's but like taboo. <laughs> I don't get how big the 1% is, but it must be <laughs> huge. That's like, what I'm saying. Because how are, is everybody loaded? Loaded. They have so much and it's like you can you can see it like in what they're wearing, what they're doing, I their houses. Like, like it's a... I'm around How people do that, that do pretty well, and, like, yeah. no one's living. But you know why? Maybe it's a – because I'm from New Jersey. Like, maybe it's yeah. a – like, what you could afford in New Jersey compared to what you could afford somewhere else. In Texas. Maybe it's yeah. a really different standard. Right. That's probably actually true now right. that I think about it. Totally. But it's just so weird how that's, like, all I see. But it makes me feel like does no one yell at their parents because, like, I'm out here. I, I joke. Like, my parents will be like, you're so moody. I'm like, I'm – the least moody per- like genuinely i'm not very moody but for some reason get me around my family the moodiest person you- like what about family just makes you want to yell at i don't everyone. know what it is either but like i'm they from like a small town yeah um that doesn't matter i don't even know why i said that but <laughs> i figured out the threshold of how i get along with my parents 
as soon as I get there, everything is bugging me. Like the way they breathe. Everything. The way they breathe. Yes. The way they chew. They the, tell you what to do. They, the, yeah, they tell you what to do. They they have like opinions on like what you wore, or mm-hmm. like how whatever. And um and then it goes away. And then we have one big fight, all of us yes. in the middle. <laughs> and then by the time the the end comes, I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna I'm sad I'm leaving. But it's like 100%. it goes it's like starts here, goes down. Like I could put it on a graph. Probably. So I really had to work on myself with my therapist to not be triggered by things my family says Uh, that's like because like they're still gonna make remarks but I had to learn to just be like you know what I'm not gonna react right because I don't want to spend the weekend arguing and we all get I feel like we all you know how to push your family's buttons that's the thing and you almost test feels so good yeah it's like you test them because you're like oh if I say this they might react oh then it feels then you feel guilty (laughs) afterwards why would I do that to my mom like why am I such a loser I totally agree so I, I think there could be a whole, like, maybe I should get, like, a family therapist on. Because all these people putting, like, these amazing families out on Instagram, I'm like, I don't care how close you are. I'm so close with my family, and we still fight. Like, this is fake. Right. It's totally. It's gotta be. No, it's, it, it has to be fake. I don't know. I don't get it. And I'm all for transparency in the fighting with your family sense. Like, I, I will literally post, like, not... Like, stuff I think is funny that yeah. my, my parents are mad about. But oh, like, and they're like, why did you put this out there? Yeah. Oh, my God. All the time. But I'm like, we are screaming about, like, I can't even remember what it was last time. But it was like, I was mad at my mom for never allowing me to be on ADHD medicine growing mm. up. And I was like, you went and got me diagnosed <laughs> just so you knew that there was yeah, something so wrong with me. you couldn't put me on meds. And then you never <laughs> got me medication. She, like, doesn't believe in any sort of – she doesn't even – I never took Advil growing up. Parents are so weird with mental yeah. health, yeah. like our, like their generation. Yeah. My parents, I've, like, kind of forced them to get on board, but, yeah, no, it's tough. And also, I got tested for ADHD as a child. I remember I, like, had to sit in this little closet in school, but all the other kids were in class, like, filling out these, like, graphs. They're like, no, she doesn't have a learning disability. She just doesn't pay attention. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. <laughs> Not a learning disability, just stupid. Um, I had this TikTok that I made a while back, and it was – I was just thinking the other day, and I was like, there was one specific piece of trauma from teachers that I would always get notes on that are like, Connor keeps correcting the teacher. Stop. Um, but I would also get notes on – or like, I remember this one situation where this one teacher would always be like, there's no stupid questions in my classroom. Mm. But they would always say it after I answered because I would always answer first. Stop. Like, there's no stupid answers. There's no dumb answers. And he would always say it after I answered. What? Just something to think about. He would always say, there's no dumb answers. And then I would answer, and he'd be like, just remember, there's no dumb answers in here. Like, everyone, because I was so dead wrong. It really does a number to you. <laughs> yeah, it does. It stuck with me. Yeah, you're like, oh, shit, I'm the dumbass in class. What do you mean class. by that? Yeah. I was a bad student, were you? No. Oh, I was awful. Um, I was such a good student until college. I was the opposite. I was good until college. I was bad until college. <sighs> Because, well, my parents threatened me. They were like, you're a D student, so either you get yeah. a 3.0 or above, or we're pulling you out. Yeah. So I just got a 3.0 and floated by. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> C's get degrees. Yeah. Um, I, no, I graduated. I went to school in Texas, so my, my school was like 5A, if that makes any sense. And then got so big that it ended up being 6A, which was like a new measurement oh, wow. tactic. And I graduated. There was 750 people in my graduating class, and I was 11. Oh, my and gosh. And pe- people don't. They're like, what? You should put it in your bio. Eleventh in my eleventh in my gra- <laughs> high school graduating yeah. class. And then oh, I, I was like, um, like three twenty five out of three fifty. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I like don't even know how. That, I seriously feel like something was wrong. Hmm. But um, then I went to college and I 
first year of college, I was like, I'm genuinely not cut out for this. Like, I'm dumb. Mm, that's how I kind of felt all my life. Yeah. Not to be weird. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> no, I'm much it. more of a worker than I am a student. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I think that we ended up figuring that out. That's why like, we're in the right yeah, field. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it was just because I was in the wrong major four times. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. See, and in college, I was a media studies communications major yeah. with a minor in fashion marketing. And that's why I was fine. Yeah. Because I was like, oh. I could do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I started out engineering, switched to business, switched to something else, and then oh ended up in advertising, which was communications. I took a class, like, and we were learning about Doritos, and I was like, yeah. Love it. This makes sense. <laughs> All right. Another French group question. Okay. Ask Alyssa. So I've been talking to a really nice guy who's also good friends with my friends. I'm not really into it. How do I politely let him know without making it weird in the French group? Hmm. I think it's better before something progresses. Yeah, more. I think we could even circle back to what I said. I just avoid it at all costs. It's not worth losing a friend. Worst Slow case. fade it. Yeah, yeah. Not, like, don't have the conversation. Just let it fizzle. Is that wrong? Because that's kind of ghosting. But I think when it's a friend, you don't want to make him feel uncomfortable. So I think you could kind of just be like, oh, like, I don't know. It just for whatever reason, it just faded between us. It's a sucky situation all bitchy? around. No, I think I think that, like, there's two ways you could do it. I think I've had it happen, like, recently, twice. With a friend group. With a friend group. Mm. And all of my friends, like, I've made sure all of my different friend groups are, like, friends now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well... Th- this person's going to get inv- start getting invited to everything because uh. I do that. And then I either nip it in the bud and I have s- said to like several people, I'm like, I don't want a couple friends. Like, this is just not going to work. I value like our friendship. It's like the most mature part about me is that I like have adopted this. So you d- you're not a ghost. Hard stop. We're not doing this. And mm. then immediately what you have to do after having this conversation, but also to invite them to something. I was going to say, it's also, that's smart. It's yeah. also a really good way to meet someone though through friends. So right. I think if you're going to go there, it has to be the person you're willing to ruin the friendship for. Right. Like if I'm in a group of friends and I met someone and we're friends, but I'm like, okay, this can maybe actually be a good relationship. Then I say, screw the friendship and get, give it a chance. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't see a future, yeah, it's not right. worth messing up the friendship. Right. You're right. You know, I think, and I think it depends on who you are. I think like if you're in college, it's it's doable, I yeah, feel like. But, it's like, different. for me, like, I've only lived in L.A. for a year. And so, like, you want to keep your friends that you're, like, you know, that's, like, my OG friend group now. Mm-hmm. And so, like, as an adult, I don't really want to mess, mess with, with my friends. No, yeah. I totally got that. We have so many access to so many ways to date. And you, I want to keep it very separate. That's very true. Are you on dating apps? I used to be. Yeah. You know, I worked at Bumble. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. So there's a part of me that was like, I know how the sausage was made. Mm. And it kind of turned me off towards it. And then when I moved cities, I got downloaded everything. Like, and I was very active. And then uh, with the TikTok thing, it's obsolete because I can't. No. People probably think it's a fake profile. Well, I mean, they'll be like, they'll screenshot and DM it to me and like, is this you? Mm. And then I'm like, oh, then I feel really bad. If If I don't match with someone, I'm like, I'm. But also, before the TikTok thing, I would have consistent, like, five matches or something. And then I got on TikTok, mm, and it's, like, 50-plus. And I'm like, what? Did nobody like my face That's, and body before? Like, wait, I totally You only like me that. for my personality? <laughs> like, what the hell is that? That's better. I know, but... No, because I totally got that there. because I started at Barstool, and, like, yeah. I don't have that in any of my dating profiles. Yeah. Because if I do, guys are like, <gasps> Yeah. Because to them, I always joke, I'm like, the 
Barstool to Men is like the Bachelor to Women. Right, right, right. You know? Right. Isn't that the best right. comparison? So I'm like, I can't, I can't put that. Because right. then they're coming after me for the wrong reason. Right. The second yeah. they know, it's like bad. Well, when I was at Bumble, it has you put your profession in it. Mm-hmm. And so it's never worked for me because then pe- everyone, Austin is the HQ of Bumble. Oh, and I don't so think I, I knew w- that. I thought it was San Francisco. No, Austin. It's, hmm. it's like one of the only HQs, especially for like a gi- giant dating app but, or a unicorn company, tech company, whatever. Um, and so everyone wanted a job. Wait, I'm, I'm <laughs> smiling because I read this DM and I read part of it yesterday. Now I'm reading the full thing and it's personal. Okay. Oh, fart. <laughs> Ask Alyssa. I once saw a cute boy at Trader Joe's, but chickened out on saying hi. Went home with a cup. Went home a couple days later and saw on TikToks for you page that that guy was Connor. LOL. How would he have liked to have been approached by a girl at the grocery store, or is that a hell no? Hi, Connor. Hi. <laughs> um, Hi. I'm always at Trader Joe's, so chances are, like ninety percent of the time, you can find me at a Trader Joe's. I'll go there with like my headphones in and just like peruse. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm going to answer this for you because yeah, it's please. hard to say about yourself. I feel like had she approached you, you probably just would have thought she was someone that recognized you from TikTok, not someone that was romantically interested in you. Right. So you wouldn't have picked up on the romantic cue. Is right. that fair to say? No, that's totally fair to say. The This is going to sound douchey. Okay, say But it. the amount of people, like I've seen like every like play in the book. Yeah. So I probably would have been like, oh, this is like, yeah a very casual uh-huh. like trying not to say that i've seen you on tiktok or whatever um but i'm always cool with it like i like everyone's usually that approaches me is like really nice really cool um i rather people approach me than not because me too it's more uncomfortable if you feel lurking eyes fully like very oh just for you guys to know yeah. like it's very uncomfortable like i i then all your friends are pointing and then right. everyone's heads are turning and it's really really uncomfortable i want to show you this video we went to um, shoot some, I think it was Mexican restaurant the other night to get drinks. And this girl, we were sitting outside, was, I don't think she knew, but her oh, no. flash was on and she was, no. zooming, she was zooming in from across the restaurant. <laughs> and all my friends were like, are you serious? And she was doing it for like, like she probably couldn't get the shot or something or like whatever. But I'm like sitting there eating. Uh-huh. I'm not Justin Bieber, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like a normal dude and I'm with my college friends. Like. You can say hi. Like, you don't have to like zoom in on yeah, me. Yeah, true. I'd rather you just come up yeah, to me. Yeah. Yeah. The filming thing does is is a little bit bad. You just probably yeah. It's, it's it's just like you saw me at Acme. Like I I would rather not be filmed. It no. Yeah. <laughs> like we're we're drunk. It yeah, is not good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um. But no, I don't. I think that that would be cool if she said hi. Okay, let's do one more. Hmm. Oh. Confession. My husband's best friend made moves on me the other night at a tequila tasting. He grabbed my hair and pulled it back from my neck and then pulled it lightly. He then asked, do you trust me? We were laying in the living room surrounded by about seven people who weren't paying attention. As I was laying on my stomach facing the TV, he kept grazing against my breast and I loved it. (laughs) He also grabbed my hair one more time and pulled it hard. I've not been so turned on in a long, long time. I don't know if he was drunk or genuinely felt an attraction, but this was two weeks ago and I can't stop thinking about him. Is this horrible? I want to text him and have some dirty convos, but I know I shouldn't. Eh. What the fuck? (laughs) Wait, so it's her husband's best friend. He's just pulling on her hair in public like I got. And she was into it. Yeah, that's insane. I don't 
I don't Fri- know. No friends. No friends is the rule. Yeah, what, this episode is just should be called the one with all the friends the fucking each other. The one where you shouldn't hook up with your friends. Stop doing that. Um, big no-no. Yeah, don't cheat on your husband no. with this hair puller. No. Like, are, you, are you happy with your husband? This is the thing. You just felt a thrill because you're yeah. probably having the same sex with your husband for yeah. Lord knows how long. Sure. And you probably were like, oh, this is daring it's hot yeah, yeah so tell your husband to pull your hair like don't yeah date his friends <laughs> like it's just not gonna end good for anyone no, no and she also was never like he's really hot yeah like she or he just has a good personality the yeah she liked everything that was happening and probably the situation that it was happening in yeah which maybe listen at the end of the day this is savage but like we're animals <laughs> I always say this because, like, I do want to be monogamous, but, like, I do believe in my head, like, we have, like, impulses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, obviously, it's going to feel good when someone's flirting with you or giving you attention or tempting you. So, I don't think it's, like, I don't think it's bad to, like, have a feeling. It's bad to act on the feeling. You know? Right. Maybe also, oh, no. Tell them. Tell them. I was going to say, tell 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 your husband. Tell the husband. No, because she Um, likes it. Maybe he likes it too, and maybe they could have a little exploration. Oh, yeah, they could put a pineapple <laughs> out by their their front door. Did you hear about that? No. So apparently, I'd, I think I saw it on TikTok. Oh, if you put mm-hmm. a pineapple outside, it means you're a swinger. I get a lot of swinger questions. So yeah. you you just started following me, but you yeah. will see Sunday Scandies. People okay. write in scandalous confessions. Yeah, and. Someone wrote that they were a swinger, and I've never received more DMs in my life of people being like, who, what, when, where, how. Like, like people are fascinated with the logistics of swingers. I need to do a whole episode on you it. You have to. You have to, because I went down a hole. I was on swinger talk. <laughs> yeah, there's swinger talk. Yeah. <gasps> Wait, that just unlocked a memory. I was Did you on. See something? No, guys. I was on garbage disposal talk last night, or dumpster diver talk. Have you ever seen been there? Um, in a way, but I'm not going to cut you off. Okay, I'll tell you so, what I was on. So I don't know how I found myself there. It's like this normal girl, blonde, like normal. She doesn't pay for anything. She dumpster dives. So she'll go to like Whole Foods when they throw out products that aren't expired. And she'll get like hundreds of that. Like she'll get like a hundred things of food. And she'll get, she'll be like, this is my favorite dumpster dive things that I've gotten. A Keurig that was new. A flat screen TV of this of that. Her she must be hanging is, outside an influencer's house that's getting a lot of PR. It's literally <laughs> the most wild thing I've ever seen and everything came new packaged in the box. Like nothing's opened and she's like I don't need to be doing this. I have a great job but like I'm saving a lot of money. Uh, it's amazing and it's fascinating. I don't know what to say. Like that's it's, it's, I couldn't do it. No, I couldn't either. I would feel too dirty. Like I would right. feel I don't want food that's been in the trash. It's also really sad. It's sad. That's what I was gonna like, say. Like, why are you throwing out like all this good food? Like well, donate that's it her or something. Point. She's like her whole point is like she says she donates like majority oh, of it because she yeah. doesn't need it all. So her whole point is like to raise awareness right. for like I was waste say, I in think the there's US. A bigger story there. Huge story yeah. because the amount of stuff this girl right. pulls out of these like waste right. bins. Guys, you it's sad. Look on dumpster talk. Okay, back to swinger talk. Yeah, well I was on I was on <laughs> Uh, river diving talk where the guys <laughs> the, these guys hold professions and they're so successful it's wait like, to just dive and f- like they, find they old find, rings and like stuff. they go to they go to rivers where people tube and it's they like find all like the watches. drunk people it's so many watches so many iPhones but they find like bizarre stuff too like I'm like spacing on what they find but it's like their followings on like there's a niche for everything on that app it's crazy because it's like you just get so fascinated and sucked in it's I wild was, 
Yeah, I was on prison TikTok for the <laughs> longest time. And I was like, this looks so fun. I want to go <laughs> to jail. Through a crew. <laughs> yeah, I want to go to jail for a little bit. What can I do uh, for, like, just a small charge so I can go to jail for a week? Yeah, there, so someone sent me this girl on TikTok that has a swinger account. So I think I want to ask her to come on. We got to dive into this I because think I'm you should. fascinated. I think you should. But the pineapple thing freaked me out because then I, I went to visit my parents. My parents didn't <gasps> oh, know. No. Um, There's one on the counter. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's they put them, like, outside by their garage or by their, yeah. like, front door. I'm driving through my neighborhood, and there's, like, a lot of, like, pineapple-esque kind of statuettes that could be, like, a Florida lay or, like, an uh, artichoke, mm. but it's, like, a statue just yeah. decorative. I'm like, hmm. Is my neighborhood swing or yeah. what? It looks like the Smiths are getting really busy down the street. <laughs> um, but it's fascinating and super weird. Fascinating. I don't think – I think that long-term, obviously, I'm not in a place to give marriage advice <laughs> by any means, but if that – would be something that you guys would be interested in exploring it maybe it could be different strokes for different folks that's yeah. what i say yeah like i personally wouldn't i don't think i'd be open to it because i just it's probably an ego thing i always say yeah like i bet we all could do it back yeah. to us being fucking animals but right. i think ego i wouldn't want to be like the swinger couple right no do no. you know what i mean um it's more like you don't want to admit that you're the swinger couple right <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, I get it. I totally yeah, get it. Like, like you judge yourself like, more enjoy than. It, but like that's a, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Never would want a kink shame, but I do think that some some. I agree. Like, t- if it's for you, it's for you. Yeah. No. Totally. And most of the people that message me say they've they're they've never been happier in their relationship. Yeah. I'm saying more power to them, honestly. Like more power to them. Good. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> Thank you for getting weird with me. Um, oh, we can we can. Get weirder. He's like, we can keep going. Um, where could everyone follow you? Stay up to date and just, you know, slide I, into your DMs. Yeah, come on over. <laughs> um, I'm Fibula One A, just how you spell it on Instagram, and then two A's for TikTok, YouTube, Twitter. Um, oh, and I have a podcast coming out. Yeah, you do. I wasn't sure if you were allowed. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. I do. I mean, whatever promo we can get, it's coming yeah. out next month, end of the month. Um, it's called Brooke and Connor Make a Podcast. It's with <laughs> myself and Lady Efron on TikTok. Really excited. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm stoked. Thank Yay. you so much for having me Thanks on. Thanks for coming That on. was so fun. Thank you. Awesome. Bye. All right, guys. It is time to spill the tea. If you follow me on TikTok, you saw – actually, Instagram, too. I went on a little Kanye rant, and I just need to reiterate it. I think it is highly inappropriate the way Kanye is going around – publicly declaring his love for Kim saying he wants his family back together when he allegedly is the one responsible for breaking the family up I think from like a kid's perspective it is so rude and awful for him to publicly in front of his kids be like I want your mom back and she won't have me because it paints Kim in a negative light when we don't know what went on behind the scenes and I just think as like a father you can't paint a picture like that and I'm sure he's just trying to do things in a grand Kanye way to win Kim back but I'm finding it highly inappropriate and I just hope that we have some justice for Kim because it seems like she's trying to move on she legal legally filed to be separated at this point I think she's like stop like she's still supporting him and his endeavors she still shouted him out when she accepted an award last week at the People's Choice Awards but he needs to stop begging for her back when I think I believe he was the one responsible for ending their marriage that's that um Dumas they blocked me um I don't know why I think I know why I stand 
by why if if that is true so I think because I've been racking my brain what did I say about Dumas because I do talk shit about them but not on air so I was like what did I say and then I realized I think on Hannah Burner's podcast I said they were toxic I'm gonna double down I do feel that way that said I don't not read their stuff like I think I want to clarify I think I spill tea when it is public knowledge, period. I knew Kylie Jenner was pregnant months before she announced it. Did I say it? No, because I respect a pregnant woman. I knew so-and-so was hooking up. You know, I even with Winter House and Summer House, I know all these things. Do I say it? No, because it's not out there, and I don't think it's my job to break the news. So for me, I think it is toxic when – media accounts and it's not just them I don't want to single them out there's another account that I think is 10 times worse than them um I think it's really toxic when information specifically around pregnancies or sexual orientation or someone's sex life when it's put out there it's too much I get it they're public people we deserve to know blah 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 some things are better left unsaid it's a complete complete invasion of privacy on some levels that said there are other things I find super interesting and like we all love drama so I'm not shaming you for reading these types of accounts I also want it on record I asked them to come on my old podcast the publicity podcast probably two years ago so if they ever fire back saying well you landed us on your podcast I did um since I had unfollowed them and decided I don't really want to consume this kind of media because I personally find it to be rather toxic so I do stand by what I said. That said, I don't think they really needed to block me. It's not anything personal. It's just, um, it's how I feel. And I think that I, ugh, I can go on my, I can go on a soapbox because I find that accounts like that silence influencers from speaking how they feel because we're so scared they're going to dig up dirt on us and they hold control over us and power over us and I said what I said. It's nothing personal. Dumois, if this gets back to you, I think a lot of what you do, I think they've actually changed their ways. I think a lot of what they report on now is probably a little bit more like kosher, but that's that. I mean, I'm not coming for your business. I know people are always going to read it, and I even read stuff that's sent to me. So no harm, no foul. I was just more so surprised when everyone on my Instagram was getting tagged in a Dumois party. So I was trying to click their page. And I'm like, why can't I click it? So then I like checked from my Finsta and I'm like, oh, I couldn't click it on my podcast page and I couldn't click it on my regular page. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm blocked. That's insane. Little me. I don't even think I'm that big of a shit talker. So that's why I think I was most surprised. Um, yeah. So I would love to hash it out with them, honestly. I don't like having enemies. Like it's just not, it's not a vibe. Um, I like to be friends with everyone. Okay, now I am going to talk about Katie Thurston. I'm like such a hypocrite because I'm like, don't talk about it. But again, this is public. That's my point here. Katie Thurston is being seen out with her new boyfriend. I forget his name. Um, do you know his name? Um, John. John. And <coughs> listen, move on. I think it's fine if you want to move on with someone new. From a publicist, I'm going to give my opinion from a publicist perspective I think 
there could have been a more tasteful way to do it in terms of like protecting her own public image but maybe she just really doesn't care and maybe she's like I'm happy and I'm not gonna be someone I'm not and if that's true the more power to her that said I don't think it needed to be so publicly announced so soon um it is a little it's ask the way they did it is asking for criticism and asking for skepticism around the way their relationship came to be so if I was telling her what to do I wouldn't have told her to do it that way but she did and you know maybe they're match made in heaven Colton Underwood I watched his documentary I was sobbing crying the entire time stains on my pillows I tagged him in my story being like I stained my pillow and he replied back and he goes oh no I'm so sorry oh that's nice (laughs) it was nice um listen you guys know I try to always lead with empathy I don't think the documentary excuses his behavior towards Cassie. I think what he did to her was wrong. I think he knows it was wrong. He said multiple times, I fucked up. I was wrong. This isn't excused. I feel awful. I think he took accountability. And I think I empathize with someone who's closeted for 20-something years of their life because he felt a pain that like I can't imagine and a discomfort that I can't imagine. And it doesn't excuse what he went through. But I think this documentary actually has a really good chance of helping children. Like people that are sitting in middle of America in conservative families who are closeted and playing sports. I think hopefully this could help push them to maybe come out much younger. So they're not living as adults in the closet. So I think the documentary actually could do really great things. So I'm pleased to see this kind of programming. Would it have been nice if it was someone that didn't have these types of allegations against them? Of course. Um, But that's just not the fact of the matter. And Netflix decided to move forward with it regardless. So that's that on that. (coughs) Excuse me. Next, if you guys hear something in the back, it's the heater. I don't know what's going on. Next is the Sex in the City reboot just like that. And it is the ultimate... Hibley. If you are new here, Hibley stands for hate it but love it. It's when you hate something so much that you love it. And just like that is a Hibley. So let me explain why. It's so bad, but you love it. Like we're going to watch the whole season, right? Like we have to. Um, I think the first episode, I was really surprised by the acting and by how forced the conversations felt. They felt very like robotic and almost out of practice and I'm like you guys are friends just like be chill it felt like it was almost like okay now it's your time to say your lines now it's your time to say your lines versus them just having a conversation I think by the second episode um things were more fluid and I'm hoping the season only progresses again it's cute like it's not great but it's not bad it's it's cute like if you enjoy the girls if you enjoy the show whatever spoiler alert moving forward Big obviously dies. We know. Sorry if I just spoiled that for you. No, it's okay. It's all over the okay, internet okay. anyways. Yeah. And um, I think maybe because I saw the spoilers, I wasn't shocked because everyone was talking about it. I also think I had heard those rumors before the show even went to air that Big was going to be dead. So I think I'm just like, whatever. I don't feel like we need him for the show to be successful because I think single carry could be awesome. Um, so I'm not as bothered as everyone else, if I'm being completely honest. Um, the masturbation scene with him was extremely uncomfortable. Like, I hated it. My skin was crawling. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give it a chance. 
you guys know no matter how much you shit on it, you're going to watch it too. And that's why it's the ultimate, ultimate Hibley. All right, guys, that's it for this week's episode. If you are new here and you enjoyed today's show, please um, subscribe, like, leave a review. It's the best way for us to measure how successful the episode was. And I hope to see you next Tuesday.